My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, I'm delighted to welcome former Royal Marines Commando, Helicopter Pilot and Special Forces Officer Neil Loughton onto the programme. Um, as well as having a successful career in the armed forces, uh, Neil has turned successful entrepreneur as well. Um, he's the founder and managing director of Loughton & Co Limited, a training and development consultancy which offers business advisory services services, bespoke learning and development programs, and much, much more. Uh, so without further ado, Neil, welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. Good morning, Scott. Thank you for having me on your show. And it's an immense pleasure for me welcoming you on, Neil. And um, I think it's good to start with that sort of transition that you've enjoyed in your life from sort of our, the armed forces life that you led to the uh, the business and the entrepreneurial world. Because when we talk about um, armed forces personnel these days, it's really drilled into them, isn't it? That when it comes to leaving the, the forces, you need to be thinking about what life is going to bring after that happens. And was it always quite clear for you that you would sort of go on to uh, to work in the, uh, the business world and, you know, lead in your own right in that sense yeah i think i always had uh, an inclination to um be a military man first of all but also had an eye on the future i knew probably instinctively that i wouldn't reach uh, higher echelons of rank and therefore um you know what next and so i always had in my mind to uh, have a go a bash at um, being successful and and therefore you know securing my financial future in the business world. And that worked really, really well, didn't it? Because um, you ended up starting a uh, construction company, um, which went on to be sold to an FTSE 100 business. So fair to say, I think you started pretty well. Well, actually, the start was uh, Mm. a disaster. I tried to be a good employee um, and just came up with uh, horrendous roadblocks and disappointments and, um, should you know, dare say, scurrilous, um, you know, management experiences. Uh, I mean, my first CEO uh, was a fraud. I was about to go to prison and committed suicide. Um, I lost my job. The second uh, spent most of the company's money on fast cars and golf. Uh, I was made redundant and, and the company went down. And then the third and final attempt at being a good uh, employee was uh, at a construction company. Mm. I thought we were doing pretty well um, uh, until I was made uh, redundant, summarily uh, dismissed uh, for no apparent reason, only to discover a few years later that uh, the boss wanted his best mate to have my job or his best mate wanted my job. And so that was that. And, uh, you know, therefore I was forced down the line of uh, an entrepreneurship uh, experience. And I thought, well, I'm going to back myself. Nobody else is going to give me a, a decent job for any length of time. I'll I'll set out on the uh, the entrepreneurial road and pretty much set up in direct competition to that third and last boss. Yeah, fantastic. It's incredible how things work, isn't it? And um, we've obviously talked about kind of the fact that, you know, you stepped out of military life and there are some sort of applicable lessons, I suppose, to take into sort of your entrepreneurial career. But is it the negative experiences that you had in the uh, the business world as well that have sort of helped mould you into the, the leader you are today as well, would you say? Well, I would actually reverse it. I would say it's the positive experiences of my military uh, uh, career and uh, experiences in different uh, in the Royal Marines and Special Forces that 
enabled me to be positive, have the confidence um, and the self-belief that one could make a success uh, of one's own business and, and set up a, a company, build it, and ultimately, as you say, uh, get, it, get it sold to a FTSE 100, only because they made an offer that I couldn't refuse. Yeah, absolutely. And having done that, you've now sort of started your own sort of uh, business advisory consultancy and you're now sort of helping other businesses kind of take that journey to growth, aren't you? And uh, just as we uh, sort of move on to uh, to that side of things, um, are there any kind of hallmarks of a successful entrepreneur that enters that sort of, you know, scale up growth phase that you feel are important for anybody who is looking to successfully grow a business to the point where it's ready to be sold on or it's ready to make the move into that next level? I think I would probably say, you know, some of the the values of military experience. So, for example, the Royal Marine uh, commando spirit and ethos uh, are things like uh, courage and determination, selflessness. And I like the last one. It's uh, kind of cheerfulness in the face of adversity. Uh, And then, of course, um, the Special Air Service regimental values are the never-ending pursuit of excellence, self-discipline, humility, and humor. And I think uh, any uh, aspiring CEO, founder of a company, uh, company director, entrepreneur, you know, if you follow some of those principles, you're not going to go far wrong. Mm. And other principles that you can follow as well, and ones that certainly underpin the work that you do, as I understand, Neil, are the uh, the VISTA approach, aren't they? V-I-S-T-A, and that's vision, innovation, strategy, team, and attitude. Just how do they tie into sort of being a successful leader and being a successful business? Yeah, so I did a little bit of um, keynote speaking, and I used VISTA as a, a visual way to explain to people why I think of the, the you know the five key really key important principles of success in any walk of life, whether it's business or uh, running an expedition, which is one of my passions. Mm. But uh, yeah, like you say, uh, vision is about, you know, what, what is it that uh, you're aspiring to? What's your goal? And I think for a bit in a business context, it's really important to make sure that you're really clear on your, on your vision, your goal uh, at each stage and the level of growth. And that could be, you know, once every six months, uh, every year or a couple of years, really understanding and making sure that the team uh, that work with you knows what that vision is and what they're aspiring to. Um, very important. Secondly, innovation. You know, what can you bring to the party that's different from the competition? How can, you know, how can you get competitive advantage? And, um, you know, it could just small things like how you go about your networking or your sales acquisition. I remember in that third uh, employee job, um, you know, it's a pretty competitive marketplace. Um, but what nobody else was doing was my uh, sales and marketing strategy was very simple. Every Tuesday and Thursday evening, 5.30, I had prearranged with uh, all the influencers out there in the, uh, in the marketplace, you know, uh, project managers, uh, architects, uh, developers, etc. And we would have a wine and cheese uh, presentation just 15 minutes explaining the, the benefits of, of my business, our business, uh, and then asking, you know, telling people what we what we were looking for, and and that you know literally quadrupled the uh, the, the order book. Um, strategy, you know, you've got to have a plan. Was it Warren Buffett said uh, an idiot with a plan will beat a uh, a genius without a plan mm. every day? Um, 
you know, you've got to have a roadmap of where you're going, what your strategies are, and everyone needs to know what that is. Team is really important, of course. Uh, you know, very few people can do it on their own, like uh, Richard Branson. You need good people around you. And I think um, one of the things I've learned, you know, if you, if you look at um, sort of uh, team leadership, it is a sort of relatively new concept of basically having good leadership at all levels uh, in your organization um, will go a long way to ensuring that you have a sustainable growth. Uh, and finally, attitude. Um, there's nothing beats a good, positive, determined attitude. And some of those values I mentioned earlier that the military and special forces aspire to. And uh, just as an example, you know, it took me two goes to climb Mount Everest. Took me two goes to get the world's highest black tie dinner party on Everest. Mm. And uh, after a failure this year to get the world record for the highest bike ride in the world, uh, it'll probably take me two or three goes to attempt and succeed in the, the highest bike ride. And that's why attitude is so, so important, isn't it? Because I suppose we can't enjoy and sort of taste success without sort of having the knockbacks, having the failures. And I suppose we have to almost embrace failure in a sense, don't we, and use it as a means of developing because it is part and parcel of, of life and of working in the uh, the business world, isn't it? 100%. And actually, I, you know, what I've learned over my uh, long uh, period of learning uh, in the, uh, the business world and military and on expeditions, is actually um, failure can give you the blueprint to huge growth and success. Look, I'll give you an example. Um, I don't know, 15 years ago, when I was running uh, OPL, my construction business, um, you know, we were doing okay. We were sort of 15 million turnover business, making good good margins, good profit. And then all of a sudden, we had a, a bad egg client. He, he took us for a quarter of a million quid. It was essentially a whole year's worth of, of you know profit, and it was a real uh, you know, real kick in the teeth as you can imagine. Um, but I had a good think about, it. didn't panic. You know, we just about um, were scraping by, but it was tough. Um, and you know, a few days later, maybe a week later, having really thought about it, I addressed the whole company. I said, look, we, we'll get through this. Um, what we're going to do is be braver. Uh, be more courageous. We're going to quadruple the size of client that we, uh, uh, size of project that we're going to aspire to win and deliver. And uh, we were a commercial interiors business, so you know, helping companies relocate from A to B in different buildings. And those, uh, that sweet spot was quarter of a million quid, and we'd been taken for a quarter of a million bad debt. And so by telling the team, you know, let's be courageous, let's go for it. We're in our comfort zone at the moment. Let's really push it quadruple. We, uh, I said, let's go and get a client for one million pounds and above. And you know what? Within five weeks, we had a tender on the desk, my desk, uh, for over a million pounds. Mm. And that um, million pound contract came a few months later. It was the uh, the Rolls Royce motor car factory uh, assembly plant and offices and showroom, and it ended up as our not only our first one million pound uh, project but our first £10 million client. And that was the catalyst for um, further growth and success and ultimately selling the business to a FTSE 100. It's absolutely incredible just sort of how things start out and spiral when it comes to uh, to growth, isn't it? And uh, I think it's so, so important as well uh, that when we look at the uh, the Vista approach that we've already talked about, that uh, 
innovation and strategy. They're very much sort of intertwined, aren't they, in that sense? Because innovation brings the agility that enables you to change the strategy when you do have those knockbacks. And the vision always stays the same. The goal always stays the same. But if the plan doesn't necessarily survive contact with the enemy, it's then you the plan and the strategy that has to change, isn't it? So we're always having to be adaptable. Yeah, absolutely. And for your listeners who are wondering, a vista is an acrostic word. So you use the letters of the word to remember the, the key principles of, of vista, vision, uh, innovation, strategy, team, and uh, attitude. And of course, if you look up the dictionary uh, meaning of vista itself, it's actually a pleasing view slash ambition, which I think is um, very apt. It certainly is. Ambition is so, so very important. And um, I think as well, I mean, just uh, to sort of send a message out there to any young entrepreneurs that are tuning into this, I suppose it may be tempting to look at the current economic outlook and think, oh, well, maybe now isn't necessarily the best time to go out and try and start a business in an economic downturn. But actually it's probably one of the better times to do it, isn't it? Because your competition's going to be uh, limited. And if you've got the ambition, you can be successful. And some of the best businesses out there are sprung out of times of economic hardship. Yeah, and especially if you're addressing a problem in society or in business and in the wider world, then there's no better time than to launch a business in hard times. Absolutely right. And uh, given that you have also sort of suffered some of your own knockbacks um, in your own time as well, Neil, um, if you had the opportunity to sort of go back and address sort of a younger version of yourself, say maybe when you sort of started out in the business world, having left the uh, the armed forces, is there anything that you would sort of tell yourself to do differently? Any pieces of advice that you would give the younger version of you? Well, you know, I think uh, there's, there's lots of things uh, we take longer than uh, longer than uh, 20 minutes to discuss it. But you know, my uh, my good friend, I took um, a young Bear Grylls up uh, Everest. Uh, he was my summit partner. Mm. And, um, of course, he's gone on to do uh, great things uh, from being a young man with uh, dreams and aspirations. And he always tells me, uh, you know, whatever happens, just never give up. So it's that determination to succeed, to uh, to get back on your feet, to accept the, the you know the downsides the difficulties the obstacles in the road uh, and the traumas and put a brave face on stick your lipstick on or whatever it is that you need to do to feel good inside and then go again that's exactly right isn't it feeling good is so 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 very important and um, I think certainly since the uh, the pandemic haven't we we've kind of uh, understood the real value of well-being certainly from the leadership perspective I think the temptation is that as leaders we can work ourselves uh, down to the uh, to the bone and sort of look after the well-being of those around us but it's also knowing to kind of take that step back as and when we need to and understanding that you know you need to feel good to be at your most productive so even at the top you know your well-being your mental health has to be in that good place. It does. And, um, you know, another little technique that I, uh, you know, often use myself is, um, you know, in this time where mental health is so important, um, it's just to think, you know, what the good things that you've got and the and the positive things that you have. And, you know, I, I often cast my mind to, um, you know, people less fortunate. And, you know, I took a, a week out of my schedule to fly to uh, the Polish border and and I took supplies across um, into Ukraine, and we'll be going back for two weeks in February, late February next year, uh, to, to to make uh, hot drinks and serve pizzas to uh, 
you know, people who've spent the winter in, in a bunker, uh, you know, under military barrage from the Russians. So, you know, there's always people who are far, far worse off um, than, than yourself. And, you know, even just this morning, a, a crisis in the channel with, with migrants uh, capsizing in their boat, you know, just there's always somebody that is much worse off than you. So, you know, look to the positive, see the, the things that you've got that, uh, that are a strength and, uh, you know, that, that are with you to help you. Um, and, yeah, hopefully that will help. And it's absolutely incredible uh, that obviously, like I say, you're venturing back out to the uh, the Polish border in February, and you've got that coming in the uh, the next couple of months. Um, we've heard some incredible stories of uh, business leaders who've gone out of their way to go and sort of help the uh, the situation in Eastern Europe at the moment, and various other charitable endeavours. So, absolutely brilliant to hear that's something that you're actively involved with. And uh, just before we do wrap things up, Neil, as well, um, I'd be interested to understand sort of what some of your sort of goals and milestones from a business perspective are from the uh, the next year as you continue to help leaders really sort of develop and go on that journey of growth? Yeah, so I run a, a, a leadership peer group. It's called the Business Support Group, and it uh, you know it does what it says on the tin. Uh, once a month, uh, my 30-odd members, uh, all CEOs, company directors, and entrepreneurs, we meet um, near me in the country in Sussex, and uh, we have literally um, a, a day just helping each other, supporting each other, learning. We have a guest speaker and nice lunch and you know, it's just a, a great opportunity, I think, for uh, those business leaders who, you know, we're all up against the, uh, the the fire at the moment, just to take some time out to uh, to do the old, um, you know, strategic thinking, working on your business rather than in your business. So I'll be um, progressing that and growing it slightly to a slightly uh, larger group um, next year. I've also launched a new business, uh, very exciting. We're trying to mm. uh, launch. Uh, Floating homes, quality, luxury, 3,000 square foot, three-bedroom floating homes to the market. So I'm getting back into the construction um, uh, industry and sector uh, with that. Um, and, of course, finally, personally, don't forget, it's important to have, uh, you know, follow your passions and your uh, the things that you love uh, and enjoy in life as well as work. And so I've got some amazing trips lined up next year. Ukraine, making pizzas on the, near the front line, uh, then to uh, you know an overland trip to Namibia and Botswana. Mm. Then I'll take the family to, uh, on a, a trip, nice trip to the US and uh, Honduras, and then finally uh, that second attempt at the world's highest bike ride in Nepal. So it's important to uh, to make sure that uh, as well as working hard, uh, you also enjoy and play hard. Fantastic. And I was about to say there, just before you mentioned the uh, the second attempt at the world's highest bike ride, let's hope that a few more records can be can be broken along the way. And uh, best of luck as well in venturing back into the construction industry. It all sounds um, incredibly exciting. And uh, for the listeners as well, do indeed go and check out uh, Neil's business support group. There's some fantastic stuff going on there. Certainly is worth doing. And just to remind you as well that if you uh, do have a, um, a question for uh, Neil that you'd like us to pass on to him or you want to leave a comment or your own perspective on what we've discussed today, then you are able to reach out to us 
via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash contact hyphen us. Or you can even apply to be on the programme yourself and bring your perspective directly to our discussion table. And that would be via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply if you wanted to do that. And um, for now, it has been an immense pleasure welcoming Neil Loughton onto today's programme. And it's been brilliant, Neil, um, hearing your perspective on leadership, talking all about Vista and your incredible ambitions for the next year. And uh, it would be fantastic even to maybe even welcome you back onto the show in future and catch up and just see how it's all uh, coming together for you because there's so much there that you're hoping to accomplish and yeah best of luck with all of it thank you scott it's been great talking to you likewise and uh, to everybody listening into uh, today's program i've been your host scott challoner as usual on today's episode of the leaders council podcast and until next time we will be back with a whole new perspective on leadership and current affairs uh, please do take care and goodbye <laughs>